Hello, my dear ones. A Monday morning it is. I have uh, been heavily working on some, uh, actually there are now four, there are going to be five V-books. Yeah, I'm going to come out with a series, uh, Pat's going to help me, and I've worked feverishly over the weekend, so the first one up, that's going to be probably the third one, fourth one produced. Uh, actually, the first volume is going to be one of the l later ones, because the first one up is, is about the great lymphatic system, the illusion called diseases. And uh, I'll sneak a binder here and show it to you. The, uh, the first uh, volume, though, is Naturopathic Science versus allopathic theories. So in the first one, I'm going to set the stage for understanding allopathy and what allopathy is about, how it got started, the Flexner Report. It's going to talk about the focus of allopathy. And then we're going to get into naturopathy, the science of naturopathy, which is the science of nature. And they can point their fingers and they can say all the crap they want but we base our whole understanding of life on chemistry and life itself and life in action, not some theory about what this might be about. Because if you have said this many times before, if you don't have an understanding of the structure of creation or the structure even of the physical world, and it's not difficult now with the science we have, not the complex, the simplistic, those involved in complex science have lost their way because they don't understand what they're looking for. If you do not understand the lymphatic system, you don't understand. You're, you're, you're chasing rainbows of diseases. You're chasing the inflammatory response. You have no idea what you're doing. It's like that lymphatic uh, symposium they had. Stupid stuff. All this money, millions going out to these scientific groups. And some of the stuff that they were doing was just like, really? Nice, nice uh, bit of money going in your pocket. But uh, so anyway, I'm excited about that. The third volume is uh, the endocrinology of your body. You have to understand the glands. And real simple, uh, we're also going to help you to understand the pituitary more, what it is. Uh, how it's a reflection of. So we're going to get into that. The, the volume two is the lymphatic system. You have to set the stage. If you don't understand the body, the simplistic view of the body and the lymphatic system, you have no idea. And the chemistry of the two sides, right? And the uh, fourth volume is neurological conditions and how to fix them. Mm-hmm because there's back injuries all over the place. And it isn't just, we, I mean, for those that don't know, obviously, you have to understand the world order and what the one world order, the world bank, you hear these world health organizations, world, 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 what that group is about. And by now, you can probably Google them. That's how blatant they are, right? So, this vaccine of the COVID was meant to kill you. That was set up to kill you. There's no question. They were disappointed, I heard, that it didn't kill more. So far, it's, I don't know how many million have died, but it's way up there. The, the back injuries from 
all the heavy metals and the graphene oxides and the spike proteins are way up there. Uh, I don't know, probably in the tens of millions, if not hundreds of millions. Seriously, worldwide. So back injuries are going to always, well, not always, but for the most part, be neurological. No question. So whatever you're dealing in a neurological case, my opinion, 100% fruits, berries, and melons only, and you got to open your doorway of the eliminative organs. you got to get this stuff out of you because if you're agglomerated and you're not moving waste out of the body, you're not moving ingested waste out. If you absorb, your kidneys have to eliminate. If you don't absorb, well, guess where it got to go? Out your butt. But if you absorb, you either go out the kidneys or the skin, or you're going to be an oozer under the arms, you know, all the nasty places. So, last we did uh, the video last week on the skin and stuff. I, I, as bad as some skin conditions are, you can get your skin really new and pretty. I, 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 have we ever failed to do that? I don't think any of our students have ever failed to take a skin condition of any type. You know, the longer an acid sits around a group of cells, the more those group of cells are not going to be thinking right, right? Their performance are not going to be right, right? Exactly. And so you're going to be creating an atypical uh, issue with that cell and then into a degraded or a uh, mutated cell, which they lovely like to stick cancer on it. So, oh, and I got another thing. Now he's in the process of making it, but I got another thing coming for you. I did a, I did a pH chart like, no, like we've not done one before. I want to show you all the different levels uh, of uh, pHs and, and just where they sit in our world and in your body. And so it's pretty cool. I've got, uh, on, I've, it's a chart, so you'll have front and back. On the back, you'll see all the uh, side effects you would expect when you're in an alkalotic situation all the uh, symptoms and side effects you would expect when you're in an acidic situation. So you'll understand the symptoms of what acids will do to you, the symptoms of what alkalis will do. Now, these are at the opposite ends. That, that thin belt, you know, of say eight to six, the thin belt. And that's where most life fits, believe it or not, in that thin belt. You start moving up or down, and you start getting into more problems. I mean, we deal with 5.5 elimination uh, urine. Um, I think what is testosterone is estrogen is five what? Five uh, testosterone is about ten times hotter than estrogen, basically. So I'm going to have this on this chart for you, and so I think you're going to like it. And so if we can, we'll get a bunch of them made to fit in your books. For those that bought the books, we'll send that to you when we get it all made up and you can put it in there, but just a fun chart. You know, I like to make charts and things like that. Jensen was kind of obsessed with stuff like that. Okay. I was thinking about the breath. Yeah. Just remember right now, the mind is not always your friend. The mind can only be your friend when you control it. When it controls you, you're the loser. 
and it'll take you any place it wants. So you see what's going, people are flatly going nuts right now. You see it all over the place, right? And it's like, right now, the negative forces is popping and a hopping. Hollywood's been feeding those currents. You know, a lot of people have been feeding the negative currents, so they're hopping and a popping. So you gotta learn how to protect yourself during that and not be involved with that. And we've been talking a lot about that, uh, about how to live in the present moment, to get out of the mind and watch your mind. That way, if you don't want that thought, you can send it back to the, uh, the original source. Man, I have been working night and day this weekend. I tell you, I'm excited. These books are coming along. I didn't know I had so much of the lymphatic book already written. Some of the endocrine gland books written. I had laid these out, give them ISBN numbers years ago, and uh, you know started playing with them. And when I do that, I have at home now. I've got five books going at the same time. <laughs> That's how I rock. I like you know I can work on this one, but then oh, I got, oh man, it's coming in on this one. Okay. No, no, now I got to come over to this one. It's crazy fun. All right. Good day, Dr. Morris. First of all, allow me to extend to you my admiration for your amazing work in medicine. Yeah, I give you love back, my friend. Thanks. My partner has regained good control over her physical health thanks to your advice regarding the fruit diet. So thank you for the amazing work you are doing. Well, thank you. Now, what's going on here? Jamie. So I am 36 years old and have been a type, oh, type 1 diabetic for more than 34 years. I suffered an extreme case of chicken pox, which destroyed my islets of Langerhans, and have been on insulin ever since. So, let me ask you guys, what system do you think chicken pox, mumps, measles, all these things come out of the blood. Uh-uh. So we're talking lymphatic stuff. Now, in an active case, your lymphatic system is, you know, seriously involved. Which, when you have a case like this, what's your first thinking? Believe this or not, kidney and adrenals. Why would I think kidney and adrenals? Because for you to have a symptom like this, you have to be agglomulated. So this is the beauty of iridology. Get a picture of your eyes, my friend, and take a look and see how, how much agglomulation you have. Look at the pancreatic area. Because a plague of chicken pox wouldn't have just destroyed the islets. To me, you had to have either a precursor of genetics in those areas and the lymphatic system uh, bumping on that, uh, you could have just suppression uh, to see a degrading, to see an atrophy of cells from chickenpox. Interesting. Just shows that it only would reflect a stagnation of acids. Because no matter what name you give the symptoms you're dealing with, you have to understand the cytochemistry that you're dealing with and the system you're dealing with. Because without a lymph system and without chemistry, you don't see any of this. Right? Right. You wouldn't see anything. 
So it's always going to come back to chemistry, and it's always going to come back to the lymphatic system because the blood is just a good old boy wearing a white hat, going around giving you good food. Now, of course, you put bad chemistry in there, but then what does the blood do when it gets chemistry it doesn't want? Like you're putting chemistry, I'm putting chemistry in my body, and my body's going, I don't want that. What, is your, what does your blood do now to get rid of it? We've got a spleen, right? Right. And we have kidneys. And you never know how much is eliminated because through the gut. Because even though one wouldn't conceive in that, when you detoxify, you can get a lot of mucus out. And you have threads of mucus coming out of your gut. I don't think that's always on the wall at all. I think that's coming from in the wall. So I do believe there's some of that. I am currently relying on Norapid and whatever the other one is, six, seven units and 45 units. Respect. Oh, wow, 45 units, huh? That's pretty, pretty high dose, to be honest with you. Every day, but I would like to know how to best go about trying the fruit diet and adjusting my insulin intake proportionately. This fruit diet feels like a good idea, but I would need to be careful to avoid hypoglycemia as it poses a real danger, obviously. <laughs> Boy, you couldn't have been smarter in that suggestion. There was a, I had a patient from, uh, her dad was one of the big automakers, and she was a type 1. And I told her, I said, listen, my experience with type 1s has always been that the fruit, being fructose, does not require insulin to be pulled across the cell wall, right? It doesn't need a carrier, where glucose needs a carrier. Now, let's, let's just let that sit there a minute. Fast forward to Yale, finding that the brain converts glucose, inferior, simple sugar, to a fructose, Superior, wait a minute. How can you take an inferior product and make it a superior product? The divine, you know, I, I mean, I don't know what to say about all that kind of stuff because when you start, those are the kind of things that you get into the world of theories on. Because it's obvious in clinic, if you hitchhike clinical, my clinical 50 years to this, and the work we've done in neurological cases, which were extremely successful, and you guys have been successful. Jessica is very successful at quads, paraplegics, helping them get their, their, their nerves back on going. So there is regeneration, but there's also frequencies of energy. We all know that. We know that when we feel down and low in energy, thing doesn't work real well. We know when we're popping and hopping, we're going, right? Same thing with cells. You rob the energy away from a cell or get so there is no energy and everything is a dark world of either uh, fungus or bacterium or acids or base on the high ends of the scales. Yeah. You know, these are, this is how you tear up and, and suppress and, and break down tissues. So... For me, a fruit diet is key essential. Now, some type 1s, what I hear, have a hard time with the fruits. 
Type 2, you're going to have a hard time with fruits, berries, melons, and vegetables. I don't care what food has carbohydrates in them or, or carbon, you're going to have a hard time with it because it deals with the metabolism of sugars. That's different. Insulin is a carrier of an inferior sugar called glucose. It's a simple sugar across the cell membrane wall. So when, when a product needs a carrier, in my opinion, I'm looking at it as an inferior product that the cell wall won't allow in. Hmm, wait a minute, but this is, this is an ATP issue, right? But you've got ATP, ADP, AMP. You've got a lot of, uh, you've got dyes, tries, phosphate. So you've got energy coming, popping from all kinds of, matter of fact, every constituent is going to release energy. This is why we're talking about why you eat raw foods. Because if you look, and we talked about this before, N.W. Walker had a chart, Jensen had a chart. Of course, I was thinking, like, I like Jensen's chart because he's an iridologist. So we know that all foods are electrical. We know all chemistry is electrical, right? Nothing's dead. So as food is broken apart enzymatically, electricity is released, right? But you have all this neurological uh, along the bowel wall. All this energy is released along the gut tissue, along the small bowel wall and the colon. So you have to figure out where does that energy go? Well, then you start to look at the relationships embryonically. See, and that's something that iridology helps to step in is the, the uh, <coughs> excuse me, the embryonic relationship to every portion of the gut tissue as related to related tissues. For an example, mid-descending is definitely where your heart came off at in the gut tissue. And if you have an inflamed spastic condition in the gut, you're going to have it in the heart. You're going to feel it in the heart. Everything is a reflection, gives off vibrations. It's like waves in the ocean. And so I don't know how much of energy is pulled from an organ and gland when you put dead tissue or dead energy, basically, or very low energy in the gut tissue. You know, even to the point of constipation. Some foods are so low you can't even, it doesn't give you a, a, an electrical peristaltic hit. And then, of course, when you're getting in the glutens and stuff, you're plastering glue on the bowel wall. Glue and protein on the bowel wall creates mucoid plaque, which medical doctors laugh at. Uh, really? Really? You guys laugh at the, at, at the good things, and you guys puff up the lies. I'll I, 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 I tell you. So, we want to... I like that boy. Yep! That's muscles by nature. Okay, so, uh, this is some of my clients. Oh, yeah, not too good. Yeah, oh, whoopee, look at that. Oh, look at that. Okay. Yeah, I guess there's no such thing as mucoid plaque. We'll just call that crap. <laughs> you know, Jensen, Jensen had, he was a photograph freak. He had... Uh, Pictures of that crap all over the place, right? But you get pieces of it out. I don't do the bentonite, the whole VE irons, and lock it all together and pull it out in one big piece, but people have gotten ropes of it out, you know? But uh, generally, that's you see that black, tiry stuff coming out, and that's what you want to see. I've had it in detox where it oozed out the rectum and up the mouth. Black, tiry stuff. Now, you know 
when you're dealing in a cancer or something, you know you're right into that core deep interstitial coagulation. When you get that black, tarry, nasty stuff out. So, my advice to this young lad is try to get all fruit. Now, you're going to have some bumps and humps on the way up. But what's interesting is if you can get stabilized, then just have a piece of vegetable, which is the glucose, and watch your blood sugar go up. I've talked to type 1s for years on this. So, it, you know, there's nothing perfect. What else are we going to do? Because I don't know, see, we don't know whether this is a neurological type 1. He's thinking that his, his eyelets were destroyed. I have a hard time believing that. To be honest with you, just with chicken pox, I have a hard time believing that. Uh, your cells will be destroyed in an acidic medium, and of course, chicken pox, and all of these mumps and beetles reflect serious lymphatic stagnation. So it doesn't matter what viral, whatever trips you, it's a trip. And that trip is for what? Detoxification purposes. That's why allopathy is not general health care. They kill people in general health care because they don't understand the basics of health. Surgery and first aid, love them. Stay there. Get out of this disease things before you annihilate the planet. You have to understand what's causing all this stuff. So, number one, no matter what, you're after your lymphatic system, son. You're after that big time. And that means you're after kidney filtration, right? You want those adrenals up because take a 36, you're probably going to have some kidney adrenals big time. Get a picture of your eyes. It's just a cell phone and a light away. There's plenty of old videos that show you how to do it or take an iridology course. It ain't that expensive. I mean, and I know I'm getting, I'm still collecting eyes, so it won't be long though. I'm talking to the, uh, the, uh, my camera guys now about doing the video for the, uh, all the eyes. And so I had one the other day, the guy was in here, his eye was so out around, so I'm getting that put in there this morning. So all kinds of things, because I want you guys to be able to look at it and I go, yep, 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 just like that. So the other thing is, if you want to move slowly to that, do your fruits in the morning, your fruits in the evening, and your uh, salad at lunch. Uh, I'm going to say on the fruit side, uh, probably going to stay with more your watery, uh, like your if you can get sweet oranges, apples, applesauce, stuff like that. Um, bitter will probably have less sugar, but you have to think that out. But still, there's a, a sense of plowing through. So he's already on these dosages. So you've got to just plow through that. And it might take a few weeks to plow through that. However, you brought up a very important point. And I'm bringing back to this girl, this lady that uh, was the daughter of this, uh, one of our automakers. I told her, I said, the one thing is for sure that your sugar will go down. If you're used to eating an omnivorous diet and you go on a raw food diet, one thing's for sure. All your stats are going to go down. All the swelling is going to start coming out. All you're going to start seeing all these things. And you, if you're on meter dosages of insulin, you got to be prepared to take control, take your power, and start metering your insulin. He's on 45 units. That's a big hit. But this is what happens. 
see? And what happens is the same thing with steroids. You need more, 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 you need more. So this is the sort of thing. We have to rebuild, resurrect. The other thing you have to think is this could be neurological. So a neurological weakness to the beta cells shuts down the beta cells. And I gave you a couple of cases. This was discovered by a, a university out of Canada. But I had a lady that went through four surgeries for her, what was it, knee or something? And after her fourth surgery, she came out a type 1 diabetic. This is an older lady. And she came out, uh, she stopped menstruating. So um, she... She came to me and, what the hell? And I'm going, they didn't tell you? She said, they have no idea. And I said, it's easy to understand. They probably didn't read the research because it hit me like, wham, how come I didn't think about it? Because I'm always trying to look at every possible way something can be looked at. When I give you something, I try to pride myself on that. Man, I've been looking at this in every way I can, and this is what I come up with. So uh, she had been under propofol, the Michael, I call propofol the Michael Jackson effect, right? And she could have been on uh, fentanyl as well. So all these are neurotoxins. Like it or not, uh, one word for these are neurotoxins, right? So I was reading some statistics and it was shocking to me, and can't say they're true, but they came out of a reputable medical source, that 20% of people that go under surgery don't get out of it. 20%, that's a large number. I thought it was more like eight to 12%, but uh, this article said 20% plus people don't, percent don't come out of surgeries from anesthesia. So this is why they're so, have you ever had, you know, when you're going under, you have to answer a whole bunch of questions. So when you suppress the autonomic, the autonomic controls basically everything that has to do with movement. And so when you suppress that, you suppress the production of hormones, steroids, neurotransmitters, uh, go on right down the line, and insulin is considered a hormone. So you want to go about regeneration. You're 36, so you want all raw anyway right? And you're going to find that the vegetable raw is too much uh, glucose to me for uh, a beta cell problem. So I think if we get up to the fruit and you get through that doorway of ups and downs, because you're going to see some of that because you're going to have glycogen breaking down. You're going to have a lot of things breaking down when you go to simple sugar like that. If you're used to complex sugars and stuff, your body's going to get rid of stored fats and stuff like this first. And you're going to see that happen. But that's just the nature of the beast. Part of the process of the body realigning and rebuilding itself. Right? So I would take herbs for the kidneys now. No, I can't say anything about that. But I got uh, uh, herbs for the kidneys. I used to have a blood sugar formula. Uh, I think we even quit making that before Western. I can't remember. But blood sugar formula is a really good thing to be on. And I hated that we stopped it, but we had way too many formulas and didn't have the money for them. That's our problem, see, one of our problems. I can make formulas till the cows come home. I, I can make good formulas. And uh, they're just, I, I've been in love with plants and I feel them and I know them and, you know. So, uh, 
That's what I would do. And I would take uh, herbs for the kidneys, the endocrine glands, uh, the adrenals also specifically. So if I got the endocrine gland formula, I'd take two dropper fulls uh, three times a day for the first month. I would do two kidney formulas if you can afford to. Do one lymphatic, right? Um, do your liver gallbladder because I'm going to tell you, believe it or not, every time you see a type 1, and there always has been this thought medically even, that the liver is involved with the type 1. So I've never uh, failed to think about that too uh, because you're right next door anyway. And the gallbladder is basically on just down from the same bowel run. So uh, you know, the gallbladder is often involved. Of course, that's lipids. And of course, that's lymphatic. And of course, lymphatic is how you remove acids away from cells so they don't blow back on cells because the only way you can destroy your uh, beta cells in, in, in a chicken pox is that your lymph system is just uh, so stagnant around that. And you, to me, you would have had to have a, a chronic level weakness anyway. And then you... you, you to contribute a, a chronic level of chicken pox to that, I say you have a chronic level of lymphatic problems, and you need to think about that. So you want to look at that liver gallbladder. That's why I always throw a formula in there, because your liver is your chemical factory. That liver is unbelievable when you take a look at that. Remember, it's been guesstimated that if you were going to build a factory that matches the performance and the amount of chemical processes your liver goes through, it would sit on 500 acres of land. I remember looking at that years ago going, what? That's amazing. So that's where I would go. You know, and again, you got to be careful with the hypoglycemia, low blood sugar. Anyway, this lady didn't listen to me. She didn't, uh, she didn't watch her. She went into a diabetic coma. She came out. She lived. But I told her parents, I said, I warned y'all. You, you have to watch your blood sugars, especially if you're taking insulin, and you have to take responsibility to reduce it when you need it. You know, when you're in a hospital and your blood sugar is high, we don't give insulin in the hospital till you're over 200, and that's generally only 5 to 10 units. So think about that. I know they lose glucophage, and there's a lot of other things that, that can be used. But again, if you can use natural herbs and things, of course, I'd be using the pancreatic formula, definitely, right? And uh, clean up the gut. This gut radiates into all these tissues, like I said earlier. And so you always want to clean up this gut. Hi. How? I also listen to Dr. Morse's podcast. Oh, you hear the podcast? Do they go out much? I don't know. I never know when I do a podcast with someone if it goes out. And so some of them get a little crazy. <laughs> oh, man. I was out picking weeds this morning early, and then my concrete guy came. I was waiting for him. So I was out picking weeds at 6.30 to 7. That's when it just comes light here. And then uh, my concrete guy showed up. I'm having some work done. So it was hot out there this morning. Holy moly. So if you ever can't sweat, come on down. I got plenty of work for you, and boy, 
you don't sweat then, you're in trouble. Uh, explanations resonate as the truth in me. Thanks, my friend. I am grateful for all the wisdom that is passed on to all of us, uh, even though change seems to difficult to attain at times in one's routine and mind. Well, the mind is a computer, right? So it's patterned. Once you set your patterns, it's, you know, I, I don't know whether these things are true, but you hear things like this in uh, uh, psychiatry and stuff like this, that your, your patterns are set by age five. But again, you know, you have the ability to change your patterns if you want. Your mind is going to always have them registered. Your mind, the Akashic mind, the causal mind, is the, mind, is the lower mind. And that mind has past and future in it. That deals with where you really get a sense of duality. And we talked about that. Matter of fact, when you look at this picture of the God worlds, the mind starts at this orange level, and very mathematical. This is mathematics, and it is solar plexus, and it is a big deal, causal. This is the creating of everything below it, past and future. This is the Kashyyyk records, all of that. This blue is the universal mind. This is, you can, you can pull up Holmes. I can't remember his first name, John Holmes, something like that. He wrote volumes of the universal mind. When I first experienced the universal mind, I had, I had forgotten how much nirvana and ecstasy you can have. It is unbelievable. But at this, at this blue uh, level here, that is the universal mind. That's where all the individual minds come out of. Your mind is a piece of that universal mind. And who controls the universal mind? That which is. However, that which is at that level is dualistic. So then you've got the purple. And the purple is you, id, ego. Miss Carl's young wife called it the id. The individualized piece of the one. That's all our life is. It's just individualized pieces of the one. It's like this big sun and all these little pieces of light come off of it. And you're one of those little pieces of light on long journeys. And all those journeys are being experienced all the way into the Godhead. So it's, you can't even fathom it. That's why you have to understand consciousness. The mind can't understand the infinite because the mind is finite. So you're right on with that. Your mind is a computer. It's only going to spit out what you put in it. But now the negative forces are so strong, got to be careful. From the yellow up, that is pure consciousness. And like I said in the last video, how now can you be? And the more now you be, the more you're going to ride this elevator up into this area. And uh, you won't be able to have a body when you do that, though. I've said that before. There's no way that you can possibly have a physical body and get and come back here. Maybe when you're time to flick, but you've got to work yourself karmatically free. And that's what this whole, that's what I've been trying to teach you all, is how you develop a karmatically free life to where everything is in the now, right? Works itself out in the now. Karma really is every action and reaction. Karma is just action, reaction. So we call it good karma, bad karma, but simply in physics, it's just for every action, there's an opposite and equal reaction. Jesus said, really, it's uh, you reap what you sow, basically. What you put out, you get back. Buddha, Buddha's saying the same thing. 
And he said, if you want to be free from that, you have to achieve what Buddha said was detachment. And remember, this is some of the things I've been talking to you about over the last week or two. Get yourself detached, because now the spiritual energies are coming in. I feel them in myself going way up. So it's really uh, big things coming. Good stuff. I'm 47 year old woman. When I was 31, after my second child's birth, I had my entire thyroid gland removed. <laughs> entire thyroid gland removed, affecting the parathyroid. So I now take thyroxine, over 2,000 milligrams of calcium and vitamin D every day. If I don't take my calcium, levels drop below the healthy limit, making me feel. Ooh, parathyroidia. Etc. I would like to look after my heart and the rest of my body as I feel it could be better. Now we have two thyroid glands, and what's amazing to me is when they go in there, do they re just remove them both? And what about the parathyroids? You know, even surgeons need to have a little bit of a butt kicking. There are some things you just got to learn and that you just don't want to do. And the removal of someone's endocrine gland is the very last thing you want to do. If you got a tumor on it, get it off of it. Learn the lymphatic system. Don't take out the gland because then you screw up that individual the rest of their lives. We talked, I talked to you about that, about the guy that works for me. Took out his thyroid and now his, his body's one big varicose vein. He's in surgeries to repair shoulders, but it'll never repair. Because here's the thing now. She's on 2,000 milligrams of calcium, and they're just looking at blood level calcium. The problem now is calcium now will become a free radical, and you're taking 2,000 milligrams of free radicals. So you've got to take a parathyroid glandular and hope that you've got some parathyroids in there because you're missing calcitonin. Here they're going to give you thyroxine, but they don't give you calcitonin. Or why aren't they giving you parathyroid, para, parathyroid hormone, parathormone? Why aren't they doing that? Because that's how you utilize calcium. So they're all screwed up. They take it out and then they don't know what to do. After they take it out, they just throw her up on either a, you know, thyroxine or give her a T3 or T4 or whatever, right? Never thyroxine or whatever. Or you go to Armour, natural T3, I think, natural thyroxine. So, number one, when you have something removed, you have to start asking yourself, why did I have it removed? Well, it's cancer. Oh, okay. So what really was the problem? Oh, my lymphatic system was backed up and I was having polyps and a little tumor on it. So for that, they removed the whole thyroid gland. Interesting. So it was a hyper state. It was hypo hyperactive. I had to stop it. Well, in a hyper state, this, this is the consciousness of allopathy. If the thyroid is overactive, just cut a part of it off to where that'll control that overactivity. What? That's the mentality. So when you see me beating them up just a little bit, and you're a medical doctor, I'll give you a hug and a kiss first, but you got to wake up. Because that's not, you compromise these humans in their bodies like nobody's business. Have your thyroid taken out and see what your life is going to be like. And parathyroids. 
So you've got calcium. Ask your, your medical doctor, took it out, where's my calcitonin? And that calcium without parathormone is going to be a free radical. So now you're going to start feeling arthritic, arthritis settling in. Uh-uh. And then, of course, too high a calcium, you're going to affect bone matrix, and then you're going to leach phosphorus out of bone matrix. So you're, uh, you you got to be careful with chemistry. So another thing I would do, if your thyroids are gone, I would take about at least, see if you can get 150, 200 milligrams of thyroid uh, glandular and see how that will help you in your needs for thyroxine. But you have needs for parathormone. You have needs for all your thyroid and parathyroid hormones. Thank you. And if it was hyperactive, where, what else might we want to look at? Her pituitary gland. Of course you're going to look at that pituitary. When this V-book comes out on the endocrine glands, you, we're going to definitely make sure you guys understand that connection of thyroid uh, to the pituitary. And of course, the pituitary to all the endocrine glands. And you got a bunch of them, the heart, the pancreas. You've got a lot of endocrine glands, believe it or not, that's not really talked about as endocrine glands because they're kind of both. Okay, my health issues come from when I was 14, I was diagnosed with androgenic alopecia. Case closed. Man, you're loaded. So you really, and again, whenever you have a surgery and something removed, the first thing you got to think about, do I need to fix, go back and fix why I had it removed? Number one, importance. If you don't fix why you had, well, wait a minute, it's a disease. They got rid of the disease, they just cut it out. You live in that world, and allopathy will literally destroy this world and think nothing about it. Uh-uh. Not a disease. Why did you either have a tumor or you, had, you didn't give me a reason? Hyperthyroidism, whatever. All those things are easy fixables. All those things are easy fixables. Unless you have deteriorated lymph nodes and you're that involved. But at 14, she noticed that she was so acidic she couldn't even grow hair. Ovarian cysts. Kidneys, 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 kidneys. What's an ovarian cyst? Lymphatic. That's not a blood clot it's hanging on the side of, a, of an ovary. Right? That's that. A cyst. Did you ever pop a cyst? smell and and the acid it's a pocket of high acid necroticism smells nasty and over the years the nodules inside my neck there we go there we go okay so again now does it make sense you have to go back honey and fix why you had this removed and the bumps and the humps on the neck uh uh uh, 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 sweetie, we got to you uh, fix why you had them. And by the way, you're 47, though. I don't know. I'd use glandulars, and I would use herbs both. 
I would use the endocrine glands because you're full of endocrine glands, right? But I would also use a glandular just in case you might grow that baby back. You might grow both thyroids back, the parathyroids. I don't even know what they took out of you. But I would also take a parathyroid glandular with that. Very important. You might have the parathyroids there. And there would help you with your calcium. You wouldn't have to supplement. Supplementing with calcium by itself is the most dangerous thing you can do, especially 2,000 milligrams. This medical doctor doesn't know he's asked from a hole in the ground. Yeah, I've seen this. And I tell you, the people come to me full of arthritis uh, from that. And uh, remember, uh, minerals uh, can, can, can not always be your friend, even though they can be alkalized. Again, you're, you're, you, everything has to be in balance in chemistry. And balance uh, includes acid bases. So uh, something there is really, I, I want you to rethink that one. And if you want some vitamin D, spend some time in the sun. You need to anyway. Try to anyway. Indirect at the very least. Get some sun in those eyes. I don't stare at it, but get some indirect sun in those eyes. That's full, full spectrum lighting. Until they let Gates mess with the Van Allen belt even more than, he, than what he wants to do with it. <laughs> uh, the thyroid parathyroid grew too. All right, here we go. Over the years, the nodules inside my neck grew too big, so they had to take them away along with the thyroid and para... There they goes. There's her parathyroid. Uh, I have always struggled with too much weight, and I feel I am stuck at this point. For a couple of years, I have been taking uh, minoxidil or something, tablets to help my hair get a bit fuller, which was help, but wonder if there are other natural sources to get to a fuller hair. I thank you for uh, reading these lines and look forward to hearing from you. Oh, thanks. Uh, Miriam. Hey, sweetheart, honey. You got to go full body detox, 100% raw. And if you got the female guts, Fruits, berries, and melons. Get yourself on a thyroid glandular and a parathyroid glandular. That's on the side. Now, kidneys, endocrine glands, GI tract, lymphatic system. Go on the, a kid or whatever. Kill the, get you cleaned out of your, your, your parasites. And at this point, you're going to be full of fungus. So parasite M, maybe do a bottle of parasite G or whatever. But uh, get all this fungus and stuff out of your body, too. You need to detox your body. You're loaded here. That's why you don't see growth here. You're backed up here. Well, what does it all come down to here? Then the lungs. I mean, you see what I'm saying? And then when they remove tumors on your neck, they cut out half your neck. So all you're doing is sitting there on half of your neck. Not worth it when you can have a little self-discipline, dive in, go on a fruit, berry, and melon diet, get on some herbs, and get your kidneys to filter. Uno musto duo. Okay? That's how you win the day, honey. Because it isn't just about this. Your eyes are going to go. Uh, I, I, I bet you can't smell worth a hoot. 
uh, all these things. Hearing is going to go. Tumors on the uh, uh, pituitary. I mean, this is just piles up and piles up. Alopecia completely. I mean, you could go to all kinds of things. And then, of course, vitiligo. Then you start going into all kinds of things because you're now slamming all your glands. And that's another thing. We'd want to look at her pituitary gland big time and her gut. So, honey, you want this? You want to be get excited about a new life. Get excited about the natural way of thinking because it's the way nature and the divine created things. Nature isn't something sitting over in the corner and the medical doctors are sitting on the top of the mountain. Uh-uh. They make you think. They use your mind to trick you and make you think they're sitting on top with all the knowledge and all the wisdom. They don't have any of that. Remember, they're playing with illusionary concepts of disease and the germ theory. This was all planned by the Rockefellers, but it is still the wrong theory. You, you have to take a look at actualities. Life is bumping back between two sides of chemistry and you have a gigantic sewer system, your immune system in your body that no one knows about too much. You know, and so you hear things like all the allopathic community found a new organ in your body, the largest organ in your body. They've never found it before. And I'm going, what? I mean, what, what is this mystery organ, right? Oh, interstitium. So now they're going to call the interstitial areas of the body an organ in itself. You guys quit playing and start nailing down to some actuality and facts and some simplicity, and you guys will be able to help a lot of people instead of the opposite way. Taking this lady's thyroid and parathyroid glands, I hope you sit and explain what her hell life is going to be after that. You got depression that can set in, sweetheart, all kinds of things. So you really want to go after regeneration of these tissues, and a glandulars will really help at doing this. At the same time, you can't rebuild in an acidic medium, so you've got to go in and fix the cause of all the humps and lumps that you have all over your neck and thyroid and parathyroids. And guess what? Probably everywhere else, upstairs and down below. I mean, when this starts backing up, this is already full. You don't back up here unless this is backed up, at least to a certain extent. So, make health your passion, sweetie. Make natural health your passion. Raw food is for the next two or three years. Be hell-bent on growing that thyroid and parathyroids back. But you got to be 100% raw to do it. There's no question about it. We don't see the tremendous uh, wins when a person is half-assing the diet. If you're a quadriparaplegic or you got Lou Gehrig's or MS and Parkinson's and you're in a wheelchair, you want out of that, or a back injury, you want out of that. You have to be 100% raw and let me plead the case for 100% fruit, berries, and melons. And if I hadn't worked on probably hundreds of ACLS, MS, not lots and lots of Parkinson's, to be honest with you, for some reason. Uh, quads and pairs, of course, that was my passion. So when you see someone that can't move, then start to move, pretty cool, right? So when you hear people say, ah, oh, you'll never be able to regenerate, you'll never be able to do that. 
Never listen to people like that. These are people that are pessimistic. They don't understand that there is the world of regeneration, and we're it. We're that world. We're naturopathy, true naturopathy. And that's a world of tissue regeneration. So anyway, I, I got so many things going. Matter of fact, we got class today. Pat, I'll be with you at 1.30. We got class at 2 for a couple of hours. So I got to get moving. Love you guys. And um, dig in for these cases here we talked about today. Uh, just make that shift. And just let go. You know, let go of the old thinking. Got that mind again. Ah, that mind. I ah, put that mind over on the corner and put a deuce hat on it. You know? I've got my ego sitting over in that corner, you know, and you better stay over there. You know, control your bodies. Love you guys.